Hello and welcome to the 24th Swinging yes. Report Show. This one's called We Want Shinmu 3. And I'm your host, George, with Barry. Hello. And Jason. Who's you know known as Shigs. Sailors right? like to... a Shigs, yeah. Do you know where any sailors hang out? Yes. Wait. Uh, how do you want to talk about sailors right now? This is uh, what we uh, what we have been up to. Uh, Barry, you probably have the most interesting one, so you should start it up. <laughs> I haven't been really up to much. I've just been going to work and coming you, home. You, went, you and... went to some art show. Ah, right, right. Okay, yeah. Actually, I did go to something. It was uh, the what was it like two Mondays ago or whatever? I found out that they're doing an art show devoted to like Sonic fan art in at a comics shop in uh, Philadelphia and uh it's kind of weird considering I I usually follow all the Sonic websites and they've never talked about it up until a few days before the uh the start of the show so I missed the opening reception but I later found out like I said on the last show that a, a certain someone from the Sonic community that I don't really care about meeting was there so I went Say his on name. Uh, Oh uh, uh Tristan from TSSZ. Yes. Uh, the Super Sonic Zone. I, I didn't mean to be so hard on him, but he's just someone like I, I kind of don't want to be in a room with. <laughs> Why? Are you mad because he'll challenge your status quo? He might. I don't know. No, I, I mean, if, if, I never, if he doesn't know who I am, and I don't know what he looks like, so it wouldn't be a big deal. But I was just like, eh. Uh, so he was probably I'll, there, lurking. Oh, he was taking pictures. In fact, I went on Monday, and I got home Monday night, and I posted my um, photos up, and it was within 30 seconds that his from uh, Friday night went up. So, uh, yeah, it was like double coverage. But, um, no, it was, a, it was a decent show. I was kind of let down that they didn't really reach out to the communities because there's a lot of really good artists out there, like the so, fan community. So what was it, like, the art show? Was it just, like, people there or, like... Uh, it was, it was like this, um, comic book shop, but they had a outer lobby before you entered the store. And so they covered the walls with all of this, um, Sonic fan art. And I don't really know if it's, it wasn't so much fan art as it was like, um, people who are actually working artists, uh, from all over the country who submitted paintings or Photoshop designs that they did. And it was pretty, you know, like there are a few that look kind of cheesy or stupid, but for the most part, they uh, they were actually really high quality, and um, they were all for sale. Uh, you can go to, I think it's sonicgeneration.com. I think they dropped the S so they didn't get into any legal issues. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but we, we can put the proper link in the uh, news post when we put this podcast up. Yeah. But... Um, they had they had this funny one. They had uh, Danny DeVito from Always Sunny, and the title of it was "It's Always Sunny on South Island." And uh, he was wearing the classic Eggman stuff, but he had his mustache shaved, and he had all these little toilet paper, like bloody toilet paper pieces on his lip. And uh, my other favorite one was this one done. It was a portrait of uh, Eggman, and he was wearing a, a tail scarf, and then he had Sonic's head made out of a hat. And uh, that one is, yeah, was actually, one, yeah. yeah, like a lot of people over at Sonic Retro really liked that one. And then when I went in there, the guy was like, oh, you like it? It's 80 bucks for the, you know, framed one. And that's not actually a bad, bad deal considering it was all nicely printed and framed. But I 
had to pass because the Christmas holiday is coming up, and I need to. Oh, is that the uh, an original piece, or is that a, a uh, duplicate for eighty? Well, it was made on. I think he made it on a computer, so it was a print. But I went online, and there's no way to get a high res version of the print. So it's kind of like the best way, the highest resolution that you can get it is by actually buying the original, which is kind of cl- smart of the guy. But yeah, and, um, um, and uh, when uh, every uh, year they have that I am eight bit uh, art show out here in L.A. and uh, I've been there there a few times and they they've had some of the pieces. They always have the pieces for sale usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had. I was surprised too. I found. Uh, some of them were selling their prints for like 10 bucks, so I got the 1930s Sonic in the Mickey Mouse style. Uh, I like this, that. It's, yeah, it was a pretty nice print, and I can just get an 11 by 17 frame, and it'll look as good as the one they had on display. So that was pretty fun. Um, but overall, it was it was a really small. I mean, it's definitely not worth something to like travel the country for. Uh, I know a few months ago they did a Ninja Turtles one, and they covered that on uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd site, and it was like a huge deal. And I was hoping this one would be as big, but I think it wasn't as big because they didn't reach out to the fan communities like I think they should have, because I would have been happy to actually do something. And I know, like, uh, Gaga Man from over at Sega Memories has a lot of, you know, really good stuff that he could probably have used or just done something new. That's true. Yeah, overall, it was it was great that they actually did something. I just wish they would have actually made it bigger. So that's, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> that's good, Jason. Tell us what you've been up to. Make it interesting. Make it. Tell us. Tell us about. Give us an interesting story. <laughs> okay, there was this one involving ninjas. Now uh, I've been just been up to the same old, same old, working at Walmart. Uh, no crazy stories. Up- Crazy customers? Uh, nothing really of no, really. I've been doing the Christmas trees and having to cut those on the trunk and put them in the net and all that stuff. You guys anyway, sell Christmas trees at Walmart? Yeah, on the weekends we sell quite a bit. Yeah, my mom bought a Christmas tree at Walmart, and she's like, oh, you got to put it up. No way. <laughs> I, put that I always up. think it's too early to do it. I, I, if I'm going to get a live one, I'd do it like two weeks before. Christmas at least, so it stays fresh. Really? Right. I did get a Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS. How's that? That's awesome. They did a really good, great job with that. It's got good uh, online features. It does street pass, spot pass, pretty much everything. That's cool. So it's very fully featured. Um, I took advantage of the buy one, get one half off at Toys R Us and got a bat, uh, Batman controller for my PS3. Why do you want a Batman controller for the PS3? Because because it's shaped exactly like the 360, which is a uh, 360 uh, controller, which is much they, more comfortable. They already have a. They already, I think they already have a few. Don't they have like a plug where you can actually use your 360 controller? No. Nah, that's what I'm aware of. Anyway, it's also got curved L2 R2 buttons, so your fingers aren't slipping off the the bottom two all the time. I sometimes I get my that. fingers pinched on that. Yeah. I don't like the, I don't like the the PS2 controller. It's like, hey, uh, you know that other controller you guys like? Yeah, we're gonna add this like useless feature that wants to be triggers <laughs> in the back. Yeah, so it's got a great shape to it. Feels real comfortable. It has little LED lights inside, kind of, kind of, and you can uh, change the colors on the LEDs, so it kind of looks tr- Tron-like almost. Does it? Does it have cooling it? fans? Yeah. 
No cooling fans, but it's got rubber grips <laughs> on the handles. Does it uh does it just groan out of nowhere? Like like the real life Batman? Is it what? Groan? Like just go uh <laughs> No. No, okay. It doesn't do like... anything. It's supposedly shaped like a batarang controller, but not really that much. More three sixty than anything. Anyway, but the other game, uh, the game I got with it was uh, Tekken Hybrid, and that was a mistake. I shouldn't have got that one. Why not? It's a HD version of Tekken Tag, along with a prologue version of the Tekken Tag 2 and a Blu-ray Tekken movie for $40. But when I went back to Tekken Tag, it, even though it's HD, it just has that PS2, you know, early early PS2 look to it. And yeah. Yeah, the texture. I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, I... I shouldn't have bothered with this one. <laughs> a lot of people said that. Like, it's like, yeah, we like Tekken, but we don't need more Tekken. <laughs> I think that's one of the games that probably has an H. That's did it age well? No, it does not uh, age well. No, I kind of. Figured. It's just it, it's just really the graphics more than anything. I remember my my Game friend still the same. I remember it was a long time ago. My friend and me went to like a like a cinema with like he he we we took some girls and like he wanted to show off in front of them. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, nobody's ever beaten me in a tick and tag team," <laughs> and I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm undefeated." So I played him, and all I did was like play it safe. I would like kick him one time and then block the rest of the time. <laughs> and I beat him, and he just got really angry. Like he wouldn't talk to me the whole day. He was like, he was really <laughs> proud about his undefeated streak on that game. Did he not get any that night? I'm sure he did. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't matter. I don't think it mattered. I think he's pretty, he's pretty scummy, so. <laughs> they wouldn't know what they're in for. Yeah. He's obviously going to lose. Right. <laughs> uh, I haven't really been uh, haven't really been up to much. Like, talking about comic books, I finally decided to try to go to the comic book shop here that we have locally. And uh, I, dro- I drove there. It was closed. I'm assuming the thing's just closed down. But well, I, I, I started trying to get into comics again because... Uh, because everybody on the forums is talking about graphic novels. Mm-hmm. I was going to see. I'm going to check some out. And, um, and now's yeah. a good time with those uh, 52 campaign, the 52 number one uh, DC books. So yeah, it's a great time to, to jump into... on the DC comics. Yeah, I want to get, get some DC stuff. And uh, so I went. It was closed. I'm assuming it's already been, it's like closed forever. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go check if Borders was still open. It wasn't. It was closed. And like, <laughs> I was just like, man, are you serious? You can get the books around here? And some guy was just, like, ranting right there, like, it's because of Amazon and all this. Like, he hates the internet and stuff. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> I'm out. And I was just thinking to myself, what a freaking asshole. Like, like and I was thinking to myself, well, well I guess it is uh, true. The solution is to get yourself a tablet, like an Amazon um, Kindle Fire, and then you could just buy all the digital comics you want and watch them on there. I feel like I feel like a douchebag buying them on digital, though. Yeah. Why is that? Because I, I want to feel the comic book, you know, in my hand. I guess I can understand that. Plus, you can't get your tablet autographed, really. Yeah, and it's kind of like, it's pretty cool having, I mean, like, that's what comics are, like, holding them and, like, putting them in your in your, in your basement so all the girls could reject you when they see them. <laughs> Stuffing them in your yeah. pants. I have a small comic book box in, uh, in our closet, actually, and every time I get a comic book, I... Like I, I don't even, usually don't even read it right away. I just like put it in the mylar bag and put it in storage. And then like, you know, like if we're stuck at home and it's like snowing out, I'll just crack them out and start reading through them all. Nice, but yeah, I don't really do 
I mean, I have a bunch of comic books when I was in high school, and like, mm-hmm. like two months ago, I gave them all to my little brother, and he was all, "Really, all your Wolverine comics?" <laughs> I'm like, "Go ahead, I don't care." So <laughs> man, I might, I rather do a digital subscription. I heard there's like, Marvel has one and DC has one where you can just read everything. Yeah, yeah. But like, the only thing I'd be able to read it on is my phone, so I'd be like a. I'd yeah, it's available on the like the iPhone or the iPod, but you don't really want to do that. It's way too small. Even going by panel by panel, you can barely read anything. Yeah, brother did him on uh, the PSP, and it was still kind of dodgy. Yeah, yeah it was pretty dodgy. I'll but, be right uh, back. All right. But yeah, like I was thinking about that guy. Like, does that? Do you think Amazon killed Borders, or did Borders just kill itself because it had really high prices? Uh, I think I mean I worked for Borders for uh, oh man you're a trend. little under a year. You're so, that guy with the with the lip uh, with the piercing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was me. No, I, it was just I think it, it died because um, people they like at least from at our store people like to go there and they like to look at the books but they didn't like to buy anything because they're overpriced. Not because they're overpriced. We had a lot of good, really good sales, actually. We usually, there was always at least 15% off coupons going around. At most, there were about 50% off, like, Blu-ray box set coupons but, going on. But sometimes you have, like, you guys have, like, you guys sold CDs for, like, 20 bucks, dude. Come on. Yeah, that's true. You, music and movies are just, like, not worth it unless you're using a coupon. Books, you know, they just sell at the uh, cover price. But, um, I mean, maybe Amazon had something to do with it. I only bought things at Borders because I had an employee discount. And then uh, when I left and got a proper job, I started getting stuff on Amazon because it was just so much cheaper. Yeah, and, they, and they're like, Amazon's nice, people. Like, Here's- that company is just like, they just want to please you. Like, Oh, you- God. I had uh, something, it shipped and it got lost. And the woman was like, oh, we'll refund you. And they refunded me. And then I said... Well, the prices of the things I bought went back up, and she goes, "Oh, I'll give you a ten dollar credit." And so they gave me the credit, and then I decided not to buy the thing. So they basically gave me ten bucks, and I just used it like a month later on something completely unrelated. Yeah, I know they do that. Like I got like uh, I got something for like I think Sega had like a survey. If you filled it up, you get ten dollars Amazon credit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right," and I did it, and I never used it. And I was gonna buy a game, and I was like, "Do I still have the ten dollar credit?" And it was expired. So I so I got on the I, I contacted him like what the hell, and the lady just gave me like twenty dollars credit. It was like that's there you great. go, shut up already, stop emailing us. Yeah, I think that's that's all. I think they have they probably have like a monthly pot that they can dip into and just give people money to shut them up. Yeah, uh, they're way too. I, I think they're like, and then also like, I don't know. I like Amazon, so I wouldn't. I don't mind. I don't mind oh, ordering. It's... it's just that it gets costly sometimes ordering a lot of stuff from them. Yeah, I mean. If you have a .edu email address, you can sign up for the student uh, shipping where you get the Amazon Prime for a year for free. Nice. I should probably and do that. If you, and this one's really easy. If you Google search Amazon Mom, which is their parents kind of thing, yeah. just fill out, you fill out one page and you say, yeah, I have a daughter. Her name's like Taniqua and she's That's two a, and she needs you, me. Why would you use Taniqua as a name? That's the first name that came up to you as a female? No, I didn't pick Taniqua. Okay. I actually used our cat. So, oh, that's cool. um, but yeah, they basically <laughs> just—they uh, <laughs> gave me three months, and they said it renews for an additional month every time I buy a baby product. 
But since I don't buy baby products, what I do is I just re-register with a different email address. Oh, that's great. So I just continually make new Gmail accounts just for the sake of Amazon. <laughs> Wait, so it gives you Prime? Yeah, it gives me Prime, and I use Prime. It gives me Prime for three months, and then when that expires, I just create a new email address. Man, you better get some girl pregnant then, because I'm going to get that for a, for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, once I actually have a real baby, it'll be so great, because you get Amazon Prime for free, and I actually don't have to create an email address every so you, month. So your, your girlfriend's like, I mean, your wife is like, go and uh, feed the baby. You just do it with a big smile on your face, because it's like, that's free <laughs> money right there. Exactly. You just got to buy a bib. <laughs> you get your uh, you get your uh, Blu-rays free shipping along with your baby formula. Exactly, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been playing, Barry? I've still been playing Sonic Generations. I've been trying to get all the achievements, uh, Why? except for you just want to show off at the form that you got them all. 100%. It just gives me a reason to play it sometimes. Like I, I'll I'll boot it up and I'll want to play something, but I'll be like, uh, I could just stick around and keep playing, you know, like City Escape, but. Instead, I've been trying to get, like, the 12 S ranks, and I just got that. Nice. And uh, I want to do all these secret achievements. I really don't care about getting S ranks on everything, because I'll never be able to do that. Because I don't want to, like, half Everybody the missions... Everybody wants to play Planet of the Wisp ever again. Yeah, I don't want to see half the missions ever again. They were fun the first time, but I just... I don't care that much. You know, you know which one really fucking bugged me? The one where you're finding the... Uh, what's the alligator guy's name again? Vector. Yeah, Vector. everyone hates that one. Yeah, the, you're like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so... Why are you so angry? Uh, the not... only thing... Yeah, the only thing I liked about that mission was the, like, unique little setting of the uh, DJ booth, and it looked like there was a roof concert going on. Yeah. That you was the only party. good... That was the only good part, but... Vector, um, Vector knows how to party. You can tell. I like Vector. You could tell he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't sober when he was when I was playing that mini game. He was drunk. <laughs> well, I like him. He's an original character. He was in the old uh, pre Sonic One. Yeah, concept. that's the one thing that pisses me off about this game. It kind of makes uh, new players want to hate Vector because <laughs> of that. Because he's so freaking drunk all the time. He's like Sonic, man. I'm wasted. Coming, <laughs> let's come to let's come to my party, and he's just like, like he's totally an asshole. He chews bubblegum too. <laughs> hey, man. That's what all the cool kids in the 90s and did. And he's a detective and listens to whatever on his headphones that he has permanently on his ears all the time. Doesn't that scare you sometimes? Like, stuff we used to think was, like, the bad boys, like, chewing gum at school was, like, you can't chew gum at school. But kids did it anyway, and they were like, oh, man, that guy's so cool, he's chewing gum right now. <laughs> what kind? I used to... Big Red, what do you think? Go on. Oh, me? Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say I used to think that cool kids wore like t-shirts, and then over the t-shirt they'd wear like a flannel collared shirt unbuttoned oh, and untucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. tried to pull that off, and I looked so bad because, uh, yeah, it just did not suit me back then. <laughs> Your mom's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it's basically. Like, you're a goddamn rebel. I used to like spike the tips of my hair up with gel, and I think everybody did that. It was like the we're like it was that generation. Yeah. And I used to put a lot of gel in my hair. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like, I could snap my hair up. My thing was, yeah, my I, my hair wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, What have you been playing, uh, Shigs? Yeah, me? Oh, yeah, I already mentioned that. Mario Kart 7. You said that, but you, the, didn't, uh... you, didn't give us, you didn't give us a description on, uh, you, you didn't give me a description on your, you bought Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, didn't you? 
Yeah, well, I've had that one for a little while. But why? Why would you do that? Well, I got it because I got it at a good discount. I got it uh, with the buy one, get one half off, and then with the $10 gift card, so it didn't cost did you, me much. Did, did you buy the first game? Yeah, I did. So you're okay with Capcom forcing you to double dip the price, right? Uh, only if I was able to get it dirt cheap, yeah. Not if I was going to be paying for a full price. Then that's so you different. don't care that I've been screwed over? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? Basically, it's me buying 20 bucks worth of DLC instead of $40 worth. Okay, then. All right. Then I'll, I've been playing Infamous 2. I finally started it because I beat Uncharted 3. Pretty good game. It's, same, I guess, same stuff so far, but I like it. It's weird cool. that uh, they announced that the DLC for it, uh, what's it called? The DLC? Like Midnight Carnival or something? Mm-hmm. It's like the fastest selling thing on PSN, like, ever. So it might have sold like 10 copies. Yeah. Is that what you're, is those, okay, nobody goes on PSN, that was a joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if I want to get the DLC yet. Have you gotten the DLC, anybody? I'm assuming shit. The DLC, no. No, okay then. I don't know if I'm no. going to buy it. Might. After I've finished. Alright, moving on to uh, new game announcements. Samurai and Dragons on the PlayStation. <laughs> it's like Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Yeah, you gotta put them together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a... Well, this game is supposed to be a dungeon crawler slash like, fort building game, I guess. I was looking at the little pictures. Isn't it Kingdom Conquest, just with a Jap- with new uh Yeah, a Japanese art? name, and, like, uh, it's probably going to be sold at a premium price. But it actually <laughs> looks a lot more appealing than uh, Kingdom Conquest. Never played Kingdom Conquest, but you played it, right? Yeah, I did. It's all right. Um, I mean, it was it's free, so you you build a little bit and then you dungeon crawl and you build a little bit and then you kind of hope that people will build near you so you can have some sort of conflict going on um there's some i i guess it's been pretty popular there's a shop but i've never spent any money in it like a where you actually spend real money yeah um but i could see it working a lot better as a console game where you don't need to spend money for like little shop items, I'd rather just spend money on a game that has everything already included, and, and just have fun playing online. Yeah, and the fact that there's some like original in-house Sega talent working on it makes it a little more appealing than I don't know who's behind the other version. I'm guessing it's some external company. Barry, have you been sold on Vita, or are you still on the ropes? Uh, it's too expensive for me right now. I'll, I'll get it eventually, though. I think it's you really just, cool. You were just talking about spending $80 on a drawing. <laughs> that was one of the things I wanted to do just so I could post it, and then all the Sonic Retro people would be jealous. But, uh, no, I mean... So if all the Sonic Retro people tell you, oh, dude, don't get a Vita, that would make me so jealous, you'd get it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, no. <laughs> I'll have them all email you. I think I think between the 3DS and the Vita, the Vita's a lot, more, a lot cooler looking. It has... Uh, I mean, I'm more of an uh, iPod Touch kind of guy, and so the Vita is a lot more similar to that. So, I mean, between 3DS and Vita, I'd get a Vita, but 3DS is out right now, and there's a lot of um, original DS games I want to play and some 3DS games. So I could get an original DS, but then I might as well just spend a little extra money and get the 3DS so I can play the the new stuff instead. I I went to the GameSpot. Bought stop or whatever, and I was looking mm. at the 3DS lineup. Man, that 
lineup is crap. Like, I, I don't want to be, like, bad on Nintendo. Like, there's some games that are finally coming out, like, new Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's been a year almost, isn't it? It's been out? It's, it it's, was out yeah. in March. Oh, okay, not a year. But it's it's getting close to a year, and the lineup looks like like 95% crap. Yeah. Am I bad? Am I wrong to predict that? I mean, to say that? If, unless, if you're not, I think if you're not a hardcore Nintendo fan, you're not going to be excited by the lineup because the best games are Zelda and Mario. And that Star Fox re-release. And Star Fox. But, I mean, I'm not really interested in playing remakes, even though I've never played the originals. You should get a Star Fox one, though, if you do get it. Because it's yeah, a pretty yeah. good game. I mean, I spend more time uh, in transit than I do at home because I have a 30-minute commute twice a day, so... It's not bad. That's, that's, well, that's I mean, you, it has, gives you time to play with your iPod. Yeah, it's true. I've been playing, actually, I've been playing on the Canoe, which is uh, made by, um, what is it, Game Park Holdings, which is a Korean company. They actually stopped making hardware, but uh, the Canoe was their last um, their last handheld they created, and it's uh, open source, and so I can play all the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, any Sega console up to... Uh, uh, Genesis and every Nintendo console up to Super Nintendo on it. So and all the Atari games. So nice. I mean that keeps me busy. So sometimes, like uh, after Black Friday passed and I didn't get a 3DS, I was kind of bummed. And then I was like, you know, I've got about ten uh, consoles uh, that I could play games on on my, uh, you know, Korean handheld. So I'm good. So well, I mean, like. Wait, so what 3DS were you going to try to buy on Black Friday? I wanted to get the um, the 3DS Mario 2-pack. It was for 149 and I think one place was offering a $20 gift card. Yeah. So, but now it's back up to $180, 200 and I'm just... Yeah, at that point, I might as well wait for Ovita. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, well, yeah. Shiggs, do you have anything to say about uh, the Vita game? Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm probably going to be buying a Vita when that comes out in February. The only thing that's really pissing me off is the uh, memory card charges. Yeah, Sony's like, oh man, we made this awesome game. Let's just screw them over with a memory card. Not, now they said, yeah, now they said, said if, yeah. if you want to you use your PSN account, you need a memory card. Well, yeah, that and... There is some good news. Uh, Sony s- seems to have backed up on the uh, non-multiple PSN accounts thing for Vita. It looks mm-hmm. like you will be able to after all. Yeah, but you have to buy like a new memory PSP. card to use, to use another one. I think they said that the initial... No, no, no. Console... Originally, you had to format the memory card. In this case, I guess they said they're going to allow uh, more accounts on one Vita. How about I can, is used like? But also, also, uh, even though you're paying a high price on the memory card, from what I'm hearing, the rumors are because this is kind of true in Japan that the um, the games, if you download them instead of purchasing them on cartridges, will cost about forty percent less, almost. That's two. Yeah. I heard that you also get it uh, if you have a, a physical game, like or just like I guess a code, the barcode, I guess. Mm-hmm. That you'll be able to download games at like a discount price, like PSP games, 
A lot of people are angry saying that like Sony's ripping them off by buying it twice. But a lot of people are saying that technically they don't even have to do that. Like they're just doing it for you know, so fans can be happy. Right. Yeah, because they could still take advantage of that pretty well if they just gave them out for free, then they would just take every barcode yeah. off of every PSP game. Yeah, and like I think barcodes are repeated, so they wouldn't be able to really tell. Um all right, moving on to Sega news. I'll just be talking. About, I'll just be mentioning news the past week, which is not that ma- that many. Uh, yeah, it's been and a quiet you guys week. Can, yeah, and you guys can yeah. comment on whatever you guys want to comment. If not, I'll just keep on moving. Uh, the newest news. I'll start with the oldest, obviously. Oh, we did a Sonic review generation for the 3DS by Shigs, which is here. Yeah, that's me. And he, he and absolutely loved the game. The best game no. he played all year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate on it, but I didn't. It wasn't my favorite. I think the a B minus is way better. Yeah, B minus. B minus. It's wow. not hating. It's just. It's it, just I. It's a hard love. I, yeah, it's a little tough love there because uh, there as much as it's got right, it's got just as many things wrong almost. Have you noticed that the the, the the Sonic commercial for the generations, like the review scores, don't make me want to get off the couch and buy it? Like it's like eight out of ten by Giant Bomb, <laughs> and it's like okay. Where's the nines B- and tens? It's like a B, B minus. minus. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, all right. Sega Bits gives it a B minus. <laughs> gives it a B minus. <laughs> yeah. It's not terrible. That, <laughs> cool. I was really enjoying it up until the time I finally ran out of uh, coins and started having to do walking to get the coins to earn all the rest of the missions. Now so it's you, a pain in the butt. So you just sit there and you're like, not terrible, Sega Bits. It's like, <laughs> that's all the review you need to know. It's, uh, let's see. Um, oh, you going to Philadelphia Art Show? We already talked about that. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Yeah, I mentioned that. Knuckles is, oh, I don't know if it's a retro. It's a review of Sonic Rush Adventure. That should be a retro. Actually, we had a big debate on Sega Nerds about that game. Like, Graham hated that game. Like, if we mentioned it, he would be, like, just, like, talking about how terrible it is. He called it the worst Sonic game ever. <laughs> uh, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think either. I still enjoy it, the heck out of it. I, I score is a little too high for it, but besides that, I it's all right. So yeah, if it's a for some of the boat uh, traveling mini games, there were some that were okay, and there were some that were really boring. Yeah. But outside of that, I thought they had a lot of content for a Sonic game. So oh, what would you rate it? Me? Either of you? I'd give it like a C minus. Okay. I'd give it a, probably a B minus or a B. Would you say it's at the same level as Generations 3DS? Uh, I don't know about that. No, I think actually, I guess it would give it a C plus because I think gen, uh, Generations a little better than uh, Rush Adventure or or Sonic Colors DS. Not as okay. good as Sonic Rush though. Now, how about the villain in that? What's his name? That robot. Oh, well, let me see. There's Johnny Turbo, Cap- the right, it- uh, Captain Whiskers. Yeah, how's he? Uh, he's all right. I think he, he was just a Eggman, uh, you know, robot that they were okay. kind of uh, using one because it obviously he looks like Eggman, right? Quite a right. Bit, except with the pirate outfit and he's a robot. But I kind of liked it because they're, they're much more colorful character villains than they've had in a while. You're a pirate. Right. That's the gimmick of the game. You're a pirate. Yeah, that was well, when I was looking at the box art when it first came out. That was one of the things that drew me to it because it reminded me of the. Uh, Adventures, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon where they had Blackbot the pirate. Uh, 
And I think it's it's cool when they introduce new robot villains instead of just like uh, Sonic recolors. Yeah. Like uh, I think I mean he hasn't been in other games, but he's kind of on that Metal Sonic level of uh, <laughs> of uh, creativity in terms of a villain. I told Knuckles to back off on Sonic Rush, though. That's my I'm going to review that eventually. Good. Yeah, he can't what, take everything. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my personal faves too. I like that one. You like to die on it? I, I can, I've, I've beaten it. There was one level that was times. so terrible. That was so terrible. It's one of the final levels where, they, yeah. where, where he's up, you're up way in the sky, and god dang, that, that level is awful. It's just constantly having to dodge and avoid stuff or else you fall to your like, death. I, I don't understand why Sonic Team does that. They're like, they, they always have like the last level. It's terrible. Like It's less Sonic they, they're Team like, than it is. Get the janitor, the, get the janitor in here. Let him, let him make a level. Just create a level, dude, and the guy's like, "All right," and just create, just like, just like, put scrap everywhere. Pits. I'll put pit here, a pit there, a pit there. <laughs> Can we just make the whole game a big pit, the whole level? Yeah, it's pretty sometimes terrible. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, Shady posted uh, the voice behind City Escape. Some like ridiculous video. Of some guy singing. Okay. Uh, and Modern remix from Sonic Generation. Yeah, and he has like he has like all these like trendy tattoos. The guy's a pretty cool guy. I want to be him. Yeah, I wish that guy was my dad. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he might be. You never know. He kind of yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, um, Yakuza Social, the social game, is might be headed to a smartphone in America. Basically, Gree, the platform they use for that for that game. Mm-hmm. It's coming to America and Europe, and, okay. yeah, and uh, they announced a bunch of publishers, Japanese publishers behind them, okay. and uh, some of them were Japan-only titles, but uh, the Yakuza title said, to be announced. So hmm. it might be coming to Android and, and iPhone. I mean, it makes it would make sense to do it, because it's not like, uh, like Sakura Wars or something like that, yeah. where it's uh, a real niche Japanese title. So yeah, I could see that. I wish they brought over the uh, Shenmue game as 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 it doesn't look boring, but as tame as it looks, it still would be kind of fun to have that on a phone or on Facebook or something. There was talks that it yeah. might come over actually. Like I think Yu Suzuki said he was thinking about it. Like he was trying to shop around. Okay. So that'd be cool if they bring it over. It's a an downloadable app. title. I think that's fair. You know. Oh, and then the. Sega has, uh, they're going to be at the upcoming Jump Fiesta, I guess they say it. Uh, it's like the Jump Magazine, which is like a manga magazine. They do like Shonen one piece. Jump, which we sell in the States, too. Yeah, they sell in the States, oh, okay. yeah. All the, all the Naruto and all those things. They yeah, run. yeah. Yeah, Sega's going to have a Samurai and, oh, all these are playable. Samurai, uh, cool. Samurai and Dragons, uh, Shining Blade on the PSP, Rhythm Thief R on the 3DS, uh, the Hatsune Miku, the, that one for the 3DS, and the one for the arcade is going to be playable. Hmm. So they have a pretty alright lineup, I guess. They don't have no Sonic Generations or anything. That's yeah, weird. there aren't really any games that uh, are popular over in English-speaking countries. Yeah, they're all going to be probably be Japanese exclusives, most likely. Yeah, except for Rhythm Thief R, which after yeah, I learned that the... Uh, the guy who did the music for Space Channel 5 was doing the music for that. It made me more interested. Oh, so. that's cool. 
At least that's what I remember hearing. I remember reading somewhere, and they were like, oh, and so-and-so, Space Channel 5, created the memorable theme. So, I mean, if that if that's true, that would be pretty cool. And then it's uh, European PSN members can get Sonic Generations. I guess you want to buy it for, like, whatever price. Why would you freeze. do that? It was like... Yeah. People do that. It was around thirty-one pounds, from what I understand, or thirty-one yeah, euros. It's like yeah, thirty-nine ninety-nine. Like I don't know how much that is in American. Like six, that's like, fifty bucks, so you get it for about ten dollars less. Uh, it's fifty bucks uh, MSRP. Well, it's fifty bucks here anyway. It's MSRP. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. It's not a sixty-dollar game, so you price. don't. Yeah. And you have to use eight gigabytes of your precious memory. Yeah. And wow. uh, free Sonic CD theme, which yeah, looks those are cool. cool. That looks cool. I've already downloaded that. I haven't, because I didn't have any, like, internet in my house when I was over there, so I haven't downloaded it. But when I get home, it's coming on my, it's, I'm downloading it. So they've got a good future with Sonic winning the race, and they have a bad future with Metal Sonic yeah. winning the race. That's pretty cool, that's, right? I want to see that art. I want them to release that. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know if they, they don't say if that's original, like, old art, or if that's something new they created in-house. You can always uh, message the community team. I think they'll, they'll track down the answer. Because that would be pretty sweet if they actually have someone over in Japan drawing new classic Sonic art. Uh, and the last one, uh, I don't this. I guess the Renegade Renegade Ops vehicle pack is coming to PSN next week, it, but only if you bought if you bought it the first week it came out on PSN. Oh. So we don't know for the other people. I bought it the first week it came out, but Sony's, why do they make something exclusive like that? Oh. They made it exclusive. You get it for free if you pre if you bought it the first week oh, the game that, was out. I think that means if you pre-ordered it. Yeah, if you pre-ordered it. The play program they did. Remember? Yeah. Oh. I I bought it, and Sony's been really bad about it. Like I bought all four titles, and I barely got my download code a week ago because I complained about it because I never got it. Huh. And they like kept on e- making me email other people, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna fucking take this anymore. Just. Give me my download code or don't give me my download code, and the guys and the guy just responded, "Here's your download code." <laughs> so, I downloaded a Payday the Heist, but my bro- my cousins all telling me that like it looks like a PS2 game and it's not high quality. And he says <laughs> like even though Sony has been like talking about that game for a while, like I'm on at E3 talking about how it's uh, high quality, I guess not. But I got it for free, so I don't care. And I'm supposed to be getting this message too, but I haven't checked my PSN in a while. And that's actually the news for the week, which is not very much. No, slow week. Very slow week. I'm surprised. I think it's going to be a slow month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's December. It's always going to be slow. We'll get Sonic CD. Yeah, that is... uh, They haven't really skirted around when it's coming out, but... People I bet it'll be out next week. It's supposed to be out next week. Yeah, they just yeah. haven't announced it. It's one of those ones they're just going to drop. I think Donut Daytona USA was just dropped, wasn't it? Yeah, and Sonic Four. It was like they told us, I think, oh, two weeks before the release. Yeah, they're pretty bad at digital titles. Yeah, well, most game companies are. I don't understand the uh, re- the reasoning behind that. Why you wouldn't advertise uh, your title ahead of time? I wonder if the like. Xbox and PlayStation, they don't they don't tell people until three weeks or two weeks in advance, which doesn't give them enough time. Maybe, but it's coming soon. Soon, um, coming soon. 
uh, Yuzuzuki interview. Um, I guess he uh, talked about uh, being hit, being awesome. <laughs> uh, he talked about uh, like he answered fans' questions. He talked about level design in like Virtual Fighter Three. That's cool. Uh, I like when he does this kind of stuff. Um, Yuzuzuki said that he loves gamers to ask for Shimmy Three. Do you like when gamers ask for Shimmy Three all the time? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Harry, you know you love it, dude. You love reading those Facebook comments on oh, like, Sega's Facebook. Oh, I, I today think... we're sponsoring Yakuza Four. And, like first comment, we're Shinmu Three. We're Shinmu Three. You know those those types of people that do that. I don't think they're actually Sega fans. They're just people that played Shenmue Two back in the day, liked Sega, and then thought it died when the Dreamcast died, and then uh, just troll their uh, Facebook oh, page frankly, whenever for they a while. say something. Frankly, for a while, Sega did die after the Dreamcast. It's only really coming back since like 2010. I agree, but I think they yeah. had a pretty good. They had some like sneaky hits in there. Like, I thought the Field of Magic games were pretty awesome and stylish, and right. Valkyria Chronicles. That's another great one. Yeah, they have. They've had their hits, and like I think now they're just more streamlined. Like now they have a lot more hits. Yeah, it took them a while to figure out how to be a publisher, and I think. 2000, maybe 2009 was when they really started to get it down uh, internally, and 2010 was when it really started to show. But um, it, it just kind of pisses me off when there's people where it's like like us, it, it takes a little effort to be a Sega fan because you actually have to follow them and to know that they're actually doing really cool stuff, just not in your country sometimes or not just yet, like behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then there's people where, you know, I don't blame them for being casual fans, but, like, even some of my friends, you know, it'll be like, oh, Sega, yeah, didn't they die? And I'm like, no. And they go, oh, they don't make any good games anymore. And I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> where have, where you, have you been? Well, can you just I put mean, the new Call of Duty in and can we play now? I think those are, yeah, I think those are the types of people who are asking, I mean, you know, asking in for Shenmue 3 in the inappropriate spots. But um, I think if they're directing it at Yu Suzuki, he, he loves it. So <laughs> I'm cool with that. But if people are... Are doing it to like Rhythm Thief R uh, trailer reveal, and they go, "Where's Shenmue 3? Yeah, like I don't. Oh, I know. Like I don't. I don't like that. Like I hate when it's like Sega's like, "Yeah, here's a game, and it looks pretty awesome," and everybody's like, "So, like, if I buy this game, is Shenmue 3 gonna come out, or like, when's Shenmue 3 coming out?" It reminds me of like think like Leonard Skinner when they go on concert. Everybody's always asking f- for Freebird, and they're like, "Oh." They're like, look at this new jam we just wrote. It's a pretty awesome riff, right? And uh, play like, Freebird. What, what about Freebird, dude? Are you guys going to play Freebird after this crap? Or <laughs> wait. That's what it yeah. reminds me of. But, you know, you got to wonder, too, if these people asking for Shenmue 3 are actually buying the games that aren't Shenmue 3. Because if they did that, then Sega would have more money, and they'd probably put effort into starting development on a Shenmue I'm 3. I'm actually so. surprised. I don't know. Their Facebook page, I'm actually surprised people that like their Facebook page. Because, like, people on my Facebook that I know... Mm-hmm. like it and like they I don't think they like Sega like what do they I guess just because it's called the only thing you can do to follow it is to like it so yeah <laughs> likely they're probably the ones putting the Shimmy 3 thing on like yeah, probably. was just a Radio 3 coming out dude I'm waiting <laughs> I mean in terms I'm of Jet Set Radio in terms of Jet Set Radio that team's kind of dispersed by this point so I don't really want to see another one unless it's a lot of the original team members, or at least people who really respect the original games. Uh, so but, you want to make it? You want to be the director of the game? I remember there was a Wii Jet Set Radio 3 that was in pre-pro- 
pre-development and then they stopped it and I was really happy that they did because it was like they got this American artist who was giving it this like really weird kind of kitty look to it. He was making it cute for the audience. Yeah, it was like yeah, a step one big from Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, so. I, I'm glad they, they stopped that and I'm glad nobody, no Western company is taking Shimmy 3. It was not AM2 and all them. No. I'm good, thanks. Would you would you be okay if it was um, Yu Suzuki in a producer role, someone else in a director role, kind of like um, the current uh, Miyazaki movies where he writes the story and produces but kind of sits back and lets talented people go at it for the rest of the stuff? I think it's too it's too close to him for him to let, for for him not to be too hands on. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be Yu Suzuki hands on, or it's like not going to be the same. And then as for graphics, would you be fine if they, like, reused the upcoming Yakuza engine? I wouldn't mind them using another engine, because, like, uh, but I would like them to use the next AM2 engine. I'm assuming AM2 is going to have a nice engine for the... I don't think... Okay, this is going to talk about... Well, this is another question before, but... Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't mind using the Yakuza engine if they did it. I would would mind it if... uh, if if he wasn't hands on, like if as long as he's hands on, I'll take it. I'll take it on the Dreamcast. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with four by three SD graphics, but I know a I, lot of I people. Even, out I don't there. even mind it doing the graphic novel to finish it. Man, I just want to finish it. Yeah, I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> don't <laughs> it say sounds that. Bad, but I hope I hope nothing bad happens to him, or at least I hope everything in his head has been written down somewhere. I think it has been written down. I think they said. That's what makes me so crazy is that it's, there's actually something out there that exists that says the ending of Shenmue. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine, like, there's a fire at Saga and then Yu Suzuki, like, disappears and they're like, well, we don't know what, we don't know what's left. And it's like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get, like, a, like a Shimmy Dojo's like, we've done it. We've kidnapped Yu Suzuki. And, <laughs> and it's like, we're the only ones that know the ending. And they, like, charge, yeah. like, $30 million for fans to know the ending. Yeah. There's actually a ma- uh, user on Shenmue Dojo who is like borderline Yu Suzuki stalker. It's so hilarious. He'll he'll be like, a news post will go up going, Yu Suzuki's going to speak in France. And then he's like, got my plane tickets to France. And then he has pictures of him shaking Yu Suzuki's hands like a, a month later. And then and then it'll be like, Yu Suzuki's going to be in uh, California. And he's like, got my ticket to California. And then he shows pictures of him shaking his hand again. Jesus. And he's like, he's, he's like, he remembered me from last time. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a big wink in the, in the office? When we... Basically. Um, okay, let's see the next question. Uh, scenes from Project Berkeley, uh, not in Shimmy 1 and 2, are in fact scenes from Shimmy 3. Does this excite you more? Barry, you can start it off. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I've just been, what we've been talking, I've been uh, scrolling through the Shenmue Saturn video. Uh I think it's pretty cool that they, even way back before the Dreamcast, they had scenes scripted out, meaning there's there's got to be uh, a script or at least a detailed, um, you know, like location by location uh, overview. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm looking here. He's looking at, like, a tree or something, and then they're in this, like, cave or something. I've seen that video. I remember that. That's the old and, uh, Saturn prototype, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're helping a deer, and then he's running in the woods. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> well, I'm saying, yeah, but, like, it's exciting to know that, like, 
they've started they like the message everything from Shimu has been written before like it's like yeah like I, I I just can't imagine it like being a developer working on this project since like 95 96 mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to get the story out there and like you you still haven't finished it yeah that's just, I can't I wouldn't be it's, able to do that it's probably sitting in a notebook and he probably has some there's some code at Sega that has like a lot of Shenmue 3 on uh, in Saturn level graphics yep which is pretty crazy so the problem and, is Sega, he, they don't release this kind of stuff, but... And the funny thing is that so much time passes that I forget the story of Shenmue, is, aside from, you know, Landy killed my father. Like, I'll look back and I'll be like, oh yeah, there's photos, and there's, like, people yeah. from the past, and there's, like, leaves. And then I was reading, there was this one uh, website, uh, it wasn't Shenmue Dojo, but they were, like, talking about what they think the plot would lead to, and it was really convincing, and it was creepy because it was like talking about like I can't even remember like something like uh, uh, the leaf. He he commented that the white leaf was still like felt like it was still alive, and so maybe there was like this fountain of youth or something like that. I've heard some other stuff about the resurrecting the dragon or something that's like a Chinese yeah. mythology and like how like I don't know. It's like I've heard a lot, I've read a lot of that kind of stuff back like in two thousand three and two thousand four. Like, when I yeah. really wanted Shimu 3, like, like it was like I was weaned off, like, drugs and I needed my Shinmu. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, I spend so much time thinking about the capsule toys and stuff that I forget that the, the last game ended with a floating sword, which is so fucked up when you consider everything that happens before that being so, like, real Ground- world. Yeah, grounded in reality. I mean, aside from, uh, well, and then there was some... Um, well, it was, I like, th- it was grounded in reality in, like, a Chinese movie type of way, like it still didn't yeah. kind of make sense in real world. Like some guy killed my father. Well, I might as well just go fight people. Mm-hmm. Like I go ask around and then like lead to him. Like I don't think many people would go that far. Yeah, but now, no, the story it's itself, the story in itself is pretty simple. I mean, he basically wants revenge for his father's death, but he knows he's not you know ready for it, so he's got to mm-hmm. train. Basically, the whole with stories about him training up to that event. But then when you look at all the little hints that they were dropping, even in the very first game, it's kind of crazy when you start to, you know, put things together and think of all the crazy plot twists. Like, what was it uh, Sharky was doing? He was comparing it to the Virtua Fighter characters. Yeah. And he found that it could be that Shen Hua is Landi's daughter. Something like that. Yeah, that's what he said. And, I mean, that might not be the case, but it very well could be the case, just considering, you know. One thing that we kind of know for certain is that Landy himself is like Ryu. He is on a revenge mission himself. Mm-hmm. And his father killed his father. I think that's what the rumor was. Ryu's father killed Landy's father. Yeah. yeah, that's why he says, do you remember what's the name from China or whatever? And then he kills him or whatever. And, um... Uh, so it's supposed to be saying, and they have a big like speech about this in Shimu too. Like, don't take revenge because they'll make yeah. you evil, and it's and it's not going to stop. What's it's just going to keep on continuing. Yeah, and Rio's dad had those awkward final words where he was like, "Keep friends, those yeah. you love close to you." And it's it was funny at the time, but then when you think about it, it could very well be him like telling Rio that he screwed his friend over and accidentally killed him. Yep. And so it could be that the whole time Rio's 
revenge is actually not warranted. Londi actually is a, he's still a bastard, but he uh, definitely, his his killing of Rio's father was kind of slightly warranted. Yeah, and I think it's, it's kind of like a coming-to-age story. You know, not everything is good and evil. There's gray areas, and I think that's what the whole story is going to be like. Like, I mean, what will you do? Like, he has he has decisions to make, like, that he sh- probably shouldn't be making. Like, it's I mean, hard you never, to make. You never know. They could end the, They could have been ending the series with, like, a Luke Skywalker thing where he, Rio's about to kill Landi, and then he realizes that he's better than that, and he doesn't do it. And then Londi like jumps into a pit with the dragon or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I will never. We'll find out hopefully sooner because he seems to be cocky. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I'm gonna do it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah. And if he's not stressing the guy that's been working on this for like a big part of his life, then I'm not stressing. <laughs> I mean, it took 15 years for Star Wars to start back up, and it took I don't know how many years for you know other franchises to disappear and then come back futurama you know anything anything could happen anything's possible yeah i i just if i won the lottery i would definitely give sega like five million or something and just say look this isn't a lot in terms of games but put this towards shenmue 3 and it's yours why don't you just talk to yu suzuki and like try to like fund the game and then you can probably get your money back at the end of the day I'm I, I, make... I could pay him just to spend a week with me and explain everything <laughs> Oh, that'd be good. He acts it out for you. He's like, oh, yeah. Right. And there's a makeout scene. He's just making out with like a visible person. The He's problem like, was that the first two, though, that since they were on the Dreamcast, they just didn't make the the type of money to warrant a sequel. Yeah, there was you one think? on Xbox, but I mean, Xbox gamers. I mean, like at the time, like when that game came out, there was it was it was very PC gamer heavy. Uh, and console. that. That kind of ties in with the upcoming uh, note you have here, the possibility that Shenmue 1 and 2 could be re-released. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they do that, if that, that's something they really should do because then, then they can judge whether there's enough fan demand for them to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think they should look into it. I think they brought a Odds Odyssey or something. Like One of their games was just released, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and um, Shenmue 2 they could do as an Xbox original release for XBLA. That's a good one. Uh, they could do uh, they could do one as a fifteen dollar game. I think that would sell quite well. And let's say you just put a, put in the post. You want Shenmue 3? Then uh, bite. <laughs> Gives here's the bait. Yeah, exactly. Bite. And then, I mean, and then your wallet. All they need to do is just give it widescreen support and maybe implement some of the stuff that they did for two back into one, like some of the graphical upgrades. And uh, there was a way you could take photos. I remember for Shenmue two on Xbox, which is one of the things I really enjoyed wasting time with. I remember I'd, I, I like some, since Rio's such a kind of boring character, I like to like have all these little weird quirks that he'd have. So my Rio would go around taking pictures of old people <laughs> And so when I look at my old save file, which I haven't touched for years on my old Xbox, there's like there's like 30 pictures of all the old people that I found. And then there's a whole bunch of boob shots. So <laughs> that's definitely you in your younger age. Yeah. Um, you're just fascinated with old boobs. That's well, it's because it. the old people are the ugliest people in the game. So you can get some really freaky looking people. Yeah, they had some really ugly ass people in that game. There was that guy who owned the arcade who had like horse teeth. I remember. <laughs> I remember you when they were snapshots. Like the... You want to take snapshots of that? <sighs> yeah, basically. Um, 
I remember I'm, when they were trying to show off the tech for the Dreamcast version, they used to just show these close-ups of one of the old men. <laughs> yeah. That's like Sony stuff. Like, they're, they're, they're shows like, yeah. Look at this yeah, old man on the camera. I like the whole whole dinosaur thing, only it's just an old man showing it's, all the details on his face and stuff. Did you see that? That was kind of reminds me of a... Why did he show old men when they want to show tech demos? Sony did the same thing for the PS2 at that time. He's like, look at the emotion engine on this old man. He's very old, you could tell. It's the wrinkles. Yeah, it's the wrinkles. Yeah, the wrinkles, wrinkles provide detail. This man is on his deathbed. <laughs> like, okay. That's cool. I'll buy the game. Play as an old <laughs> man. That's why all the heroes are turning old, like Solid Snake, so you can see the wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think 1 and 2 could do good. I think Sega should do, like, a big, like, uh, like campaign behind it. Like, you want Shimmy yeah. 3? We got to sell this many copies and, like... Like, you know, do a weekly blog about how it's going and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's only going to be fun if it's actually going good. If it's like, okay, we sold three copies. <laughs> just just give it to us in any form. Even do like a Shenmue 3 on the iPhone <laughs> as long as it gets out, right? I don't want it on yeah. the iPhone, man. I have to buy an iPhone. <laughs> what about uh, the Vita? The, no, I wouldn't want it on a handheld. I would want it on a big TV. Well, I, want it, I want to feel like I, I earned it. If they can make a Yakuza game... And bring it to America and sell like three copies here. They could make a Shinmu th- game. Well, do you think that they at this point be able to release it on this generation even? Okay, well that's the next question, right? Is it oh, too okay. late for Shinmu three this generation? Uh, my opinion, yes. Yeah. I think, uh, that's going to be a project that's going to take a lot of uh, horsepower, probably three years. And I don't want it to have like, oh, it's coming out. But everybody's already moved on to like the next Xbox and the next PS4. Yeah. And uh, they don't buy it. And then we're like, oh, if only it came out on the new consoles. Yeah. I don't want to have that at all. No. They should have think... and started off in the beginning of the generation too. So by the time it's out, it's like the consoles are already sold to like 30 million or whatever. Yeah, I think definitely they should release one and two now. And considering the next generation of consoles, at least with the PlayStation and Xbox, are probably going to be backwards compatible when it comes to deal, like downloadable uh, yep. games. I think they're going to have like can... exclusive downloadable games, but like I think that all the old stuff is going to be like, oh yeah, you can play, you can play it. Yeah, because then at that point, people will still be able to play Shenmue One and Two on the PlayStation Four or whatever. But then, I also think that this generation, Yu Suzuki's kind of kind of just kind of like doing his own thing but if you gave him the next generation tech I think he'd get really excited and want to like actually get into Shenmue 3 again just so he could both make the game and play with some two, some new technology yeah but you know? uh, yeah that's true what about you Shakes? you think it could be done this generation um, this generation I don't know because first they gotta like I said they gotta find out if there's enough demand for another Shenmue. Man, who cares if there's demand? I just want to finish it. <laughs> yeah. Why no. don't they just do, like, 1, 2, and 3? Like, just fucking, just HD everything. You get the complete saga. That'd yeah, be everyone's great. A, yeah, they're all HDing everything nowadays. I don't know why they wouldn't think of uh, doing a Shenmue 1 and 2 HD collection. They're doing a Jack and Dexter soon. That's going to be cool. Right, guys? Jack and Dexter? Your buddies? What, the three-pack? That sounds cool. If I <laughs> yeah. When I get a PlayStation 3, I definitely get that one. Yeah. If PS4 plays uh, PS3 games, you might as well just get that. So I'm assuming that they're going to be showing the new console soon, right? Yeah, 
no, I'm, I'm hearing uh, the next 360 might not make it till 2013. You know what's funny about the 360? I remember when it came out, all the bad stuff. You know, every console, when they first have a new console, everybody's like, no way, I'm not buying that. Stupid. Yeah. And everybody ends up buying it anyway. Yeah. Um. Whenever the when the Xbox 360 first came out, like the the negative thing was that like Microsoft's being greedy. Like, uh, <laughs> I guess like if you bought the Xbox Live Arcade games from Xbox, which only had four games, by the way, you had to rebuy right. it on Xbox, like Xbox, on the new one. And I'm like, really? You really can't go? You can't go? Like, you just can't not stop playing this crappy game on the Xbox? <laughs> like, it was terrible. It was like four games they had on there, I think. Yeah, They're terrible. What, and it's like, really? One, one of the shitty things that Microsoft did, though, is that as soon as they announced the 360, they pretty much dropped support for the original Xbox instantly. No. They only had a four-year lifespan, as it was. Let me just be honest with you. If they did not do that, I don't think the 360 would have been as popular as it is today. I mean, as it is, because you could tell all their money mm-hmm. went right into buying those third-party like those third-party games. Yeah, Devil May Cry, Tekken, and all those games weren't announced at the time for 360. A lot of PlayStation gamers would have stuck to the PS3. So I think it was well done for business standpoint and where they're at right now. Yeah, because now everybody's excited to see what Microsoft has next year because they're they're, I think they're leading in the hardcore demographic. Mm-hmm. So that's I think they did a good job, and I think they have a lot of casual support in the end of the year. So. Oh yeah, totally. So next year, next year, interesting. I'm sorry. Go on. I will say that this uh, generation has lasted longer than any previous one before. I mean, it's been what six, seven years now. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has to do with the economy. So we're going to be a lot of people want to use their old consoles. I think a lot of people are going to upgrade slowly. Yeah. Well, I think also there isn't a really big jump of technology from the previous uh, generation if, to the if next that demo if that demo of uh unreal three unreal four or whatever was real man it's gonna look nice that's all i gotta say hmm. it looks nice but like i think for people to upgrade they're gonna have to make call of duty exclusive for the next consoles like you can't buy it in old consoles because that's like yeah. a big money maker like and uh yeah well that's it i th- yeah i just think things have been We've reached a point where, like, unless you pour a lot of money into a next-generation game, a lot of games are going to look at the same level they are this generation as they are next generation, at least in terms of, like, smaller publishers, you know? A lot of people say, yeah, like, uh, yeah, somebody's going to pour their money into it. They already know, like, Like, their Uncharted games. Yeah, like, Uncharted 4 is going to look awesome next generation or, you know any of those big games, but when it comes down to like games like Sonic Generations or any of the XBLA games, they're going to look pretty similar, I think. Uh, I mean, I just... Uh, we'll see. I mean, a lot of publishers are whining about money and the cost of money and how do you... I mean, I think Namco is one of those studios like, they can't afford to do stuff sometimes. Like, they they're like right out say, like, we don't have money to do that. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was, like, they wanted one of the RPGs. Yeah. And they're like, we don't have money to translate. Like, <laughs> all right, you're a big gaming publisher from Japan. You can't translate. All right. We completely forgot about the Wii U. Yeah, and the Wii U is almost coming now. Like, I don't know what that, that, that is. That one makes a little more sense because they're basically just going up to what current-gen graphics are. Yeah, but... Yeah. Because Wii was still, still behind. Let's be honest. When I'm playing the Wii, 
yeah, the Wii's a little behind. I said when they came out that it was going to be a little behind, and everybody gave me like, "Oh my god, this guy's anti Nintendo." I'm just <laughs> being true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the real. I'm just talking real, like real talk. Real talk. Why are you going to release a, 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 a game? I mean, a console along with HD console and say, "Oh, HD isn't needed," and then turn around and make a handheld with 3D on it. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. Yeah, 3D isn't needed either, but you still do it anyway. Wii U, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I, uh, Wii U's going to Wii U's going to sell because Nintendo's name on it, but I'm yeah. not buying it. I don't have any I've been, interest. I remember looking at the Wii videos before it was released, and I was like amazed by how they were controlling the game with the remote. But now I look at the Wii U videos, and they're like, ah, but you put the iPad on the floor, and you can see your golf ball, and I'm like, but I don't need to see the golf ball. Yeah, so, yeah that's a little. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Like. That's What's their the, next step? They're going to have, like, the remote and a pad and, like, a, a hovering ball or something like that? I, just... I, I think a lot of the American public is, like, tired of that gimmick. Like, like connect, like the connecting works because there is no controllers. No, yeah, that's what I was saying last show is that I like Connect so much because it was, like, a one-time thing. I buy it, and that's it. I'm set for one- to four-player, eight-player games. and Yeah, I mean, like... Shit. In my uh, in my living room, that's all over the floor. Nintendo's trying to like supposedly we was supposed to not complicate gaming, but yet they're complicating it even more by adding more add-ons and confusing people. Like, is Wii U a new console? Uh, I can use my Wii mode for my old console. How many pads can I have? It's like you can have two. I think is now what they're. So, see, I'm saying like if you're a mom and. They're, not trying to complicate gaming that just complicates it even more like if i buy a 360 i could just buy a regular controller and i could play like 95 percent of the library yeah so why complicate it more like you you some games need wii motion plus some games don't need wii motion plus some games need the pad it's like yeah. it's just making everything complicated it's like yeah i'd rather just have a controller the idea of streaming to your oh go ahead I was going to say, if you're planning to use the same controller, just use the same controller instead of having this complicated iPad BS. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I think Nintendo should just scratch it all off and say, all right, we're going to actually compete against graphically with the three, the next 360 and just keep on creating the same games you, you, you create, and they'll come. Yeah. I mean, we use not my demographic just because... I think about what I want in the next console, and it's basically a big jump in graphics and a lot of storage. Yep. And Wii U is not going to have either one of those. So I try yep. to think, well, then what are they providing? Well, they're providing another way to do motion control. However, I think Kinect has already beaten them at that. And then, and and iPod or iPad can interact with the uh, with a Mac, so that's that's kind of yeah been done already. There's, um, you can go elsewhere in your house and play your console games on your pad, but that at that point, aren't, if you're if you're an adult, you own the TV, so you can play the yeah, game. It's not if you're aimed at. Yeah, it's definitely aimed at kids who are like, "Daddy's watching the game, but I get to play my Mario on yeah. my own little pad in my room." It's <laughs> cool. Know? It's cool if I was a kid and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I could play all the time. But like, my my parents bought me TVs. Like, I always had an extra TV. Yeah. Like, they're not even aimed at me. Like. So, I mean, it's a really short list of pros, and I think most of those pros already exist or just aren't that interesting. So, 
I don't know, like, the Nintendo hater in me really wants to see them fail with it. But the, uh... The... Well, the non- but the, then the person, you know, I, I want to see Nintendo come back and make an actually a really good console again. It's kind of, like, de- depressed by how they're going about it. Like, okay, they, they call the NES the Nintendo Entertainment System. Very key yeah. word here, entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Nintendo console Wii so far is not an entertaining console. In mm-hmm. terms of, like, the 360 and the PS3, when you play them, you can watch mm-hmm. movies, watch Netflix... Go online, chat with your friends, like no, get on you can't cameras. Do Netflix on Wii, yeah, they finally got Netflix, but I mean, yeah. you want to watch HD and Netflix. Yeah, and it, you go yeah, there because you can't even play a DVD on the damn thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not an entertainment center. They they like skewed away from that to no, we only make games now. We don't make yeah. entertainment centers. And it's like if I'm gonna spend more than two hundred, three hundred dollars on your console, you're gonna give me an entertainment center. Like, I mean, the you could buy a on Black Friday, you could buy a PS3 and a 360 for 200 bucks. Yeah. And that and the PS3 plays Blu-rays, and you'll be able to watch Netflix and like do a bunch, go to home, do a bunch of other little things. Yeah. And Nintendo I doesn't mean, offer the, that stuff. The only thing they have going for them that appeals to everyone are that they have Nintendo games. Yeah. But it's like I got a Nintendo in, box, basically. Yeah, but I mean, if if you've been out of the loop long enough with Nintendo games, it's very easy to just go back and play, like, Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 and 3D Land, and you don't even need to get into the Wii U for a while. In my or if you, don't, if you don't give a shit about Nintendo games, then you're kind of, like, what's the point? You can play a- Aliens, what is it, Colonial Marines with uh, the, iPad, with the uh, Wii U pad, or you can just play it on an normal console like everyone else yep and there you go you yeah. anyway we went way off topic but uh yeah, yeah. i want to i want to i want to add one more thing uh, ign wrote an article a long time ago yeah. uh basically it was like the history of sega and uh in the end of the history or whatever it was like yuzuzuki doesn't work at sega anymore and i was like what so i wrote a big article about all the stuff they got wrong Mm-hmm. And apparently the article was written by like a freelance. IGN got an article wrong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the article was freelanced by by somebody like somebody did it for them, and they paid him, and that was his mm-hmm. first big article. And I kind of yeah. like, went through it and like kind of destroyed a lot of it. And uh, so he joined our forums and told us we were wrong. Oh. And like he was trying to he kept on saying no man that means he's he's fired he's gonna be fired soon. But he's, he's still Yuzuzuki says that he still works there, so technically he's not fired at all, and like he's still working at Sega, like even though he's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah, he's still working there. Like I don't know what he's. I mean, okay, that's it. I just wanted to give it a little, a little <laughs> nudge to IGN. A little told you so. Yeah, a little told you so. Uh, actually, I didn't. I didn't ask Twitter questions, so we could talk about whatever you guys want in the end. I was supposed to do Twitter questions in this section, but I forgot to. Send a tweet out. No tweets. I forgot, man. They're just gonna ask perverted questions anyway. Like, oh, yeah. who's sexier, Tails or Sonic? And let's be honest, I'm a Sonic kind of guy, so. Well, let's see. I might have something to talk about, but you guys can talk for a second. I don't think I don't think Jason's on. Is Shig still there? Oh uh, yeah, I'm still here. I don't really have anything to talk about <laughs> much either. So are you gonna buy the Wii U, Jason? 
Uh, by the by, what? Wii U. You know what? It depends on what the games are. You're gonna buy it, dude. I could tell you're gonna buy it, dude. I probably am if the price is right and they have a good lineup of games. That's the most important thing. Look at the 3DS. Do you think they're gonna have a good lineup of games? Yeah, I, sh- I made the big mistake buying a 3DS early. You got a, a bunch of Game Boy Advance games, didn't you? Yeah, big deal. Yeah, big deal. That's what I was going to say. All right. No, I got it. But, no, yeah, I wouldn't buy it. My brother bought it, like, so I'm going to use his whenever I got to do, like, a review or or there's a game I want to play. Well, I've got, I've got something here that isn't, they aren't Twitter questions, but it's the December 2000 Dreamcast magazine. And I'm um, looking at their letters section. Okay. So if you want to hear a random letter from uh, 11 years ago. <laughs> That's good. Put, put put up a letter and then we'll comment about how stupid the letter was. <laughs> Shimmy 3, dude. Where is it at? That's the letter. Well, this one says, um, I just got online with my Dreamcast. This is my first and hopefully last controller written email. <laughs> I want to know whether or not Sega plans on releasing a Dreamcast version of AOL Instant Messenger <sighs> or maybe a Sega Instant Messenger so I can talk to my friends on the net while they're on PC and I'm on my Dreamcast. This letter took me 30 minutes to write, so please give me some good news. And <laughs> Sega actually did make their own software. That's right, they made their yeah. own keyboard. No, yeah, they made their own software, actually, where you could install it. It was like Sega Chat or something it was called. You could install it on your PC. It was really buggy. And uh, it always came up on virus scans, too. But anyway, you would install it, and you'd be able to chat with, I guess, people on... On Dreamcast, I guess that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. I never used it. I don't know. I always, uh, I always stocked the IRC rooms. Like, I thought those, those were fun when I was younger. But yeah, There's... they also had a keyboard later on, which you got for free if you got a year of a uh, SegaNet. Yeah, and it had the SegaNet logo on it. Yep, that's pretty awesome. I this used one's... it a lot. I used it a lot for Fantasy Star. I've got a. This one's kind of funny. This letter is. Is Fantasy uh, Star still playable online? Uh, I think so, but I think this it's like, a like third-party server. Like, what's that guy's name? There's a server um, that's like from Brazil that you can still play Fantasy Star online on. Yeah, Brazil is nuts over Sega. Yeah, they're crazy. Everybody from Brazil is crazy. Yeah. Have you have you ever <laughs> seen that picture? There was this uh, man who. Uh, Kidnapped his wife and held her at like a fake yeah, gunpoint against police, and it was, was a uh, it was a master system zapper. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I wrote that story on Sega to remember. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, I'm the police not know. I mean, God, he, if if the master system's that huge in Brazil, they know the zapper as soon as they see it. How much did it sell? Didn't it sell like three million units in like Brazil, a place that's like not known for buying consoles? Um, I don't know. Give us another letter, dude. Okay, here's another one. This one uh, mentions a certain game we've been talking about. Uh, let's see. First, they this one person's just asking uh, what the release date of Shenmue 1 is. And then they say, also, I was wondering when Shenmue Chapter 2 and so on will release. Any news? <laughs> Dude, what and, about three? <laughs> yeah, and their their reply was, um, as for Shenmue Chapter 2, dot, 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 well, that's another story. 
All we really know is that it's due for Japanese release sometime in 2001 and takes place in Hong Kong and mainland China. Let's hope the localization is quicker than the sequel. <laughs> Jesus, we're never going to get that game. <laughs> yeah. And then um, this one's weird. They said any info on the Swatch for Dreamcast release. The and Swatch I, was a, a, a wristwatch that was like Dreamcast-themed, I guess. I never yeah, that's it. right. It's, um, the Swatch for Dreamcast has never been confirmed for the U.S. as it's pretty much a very Japanese type of promotion. Yeah, I don't know what it could it connect to your console. Uh, I'm not sure what it actually. I think it was like a built-in VMU. I think I'm not sure, but I think there was like other stuff they released that was pretty like they were gonna release on uh, the Dreamcast. It's some of the stuff is very obsolete now. Like they were gonna release a zip drive hmm. for like memory. Yeah, uh, yeah there was a. Uh, they actually have a, a uh, yep, VME MP3 player and uh, a camera. I want to say I have the camera actually that did get a release. Oh, it did get released. Mm-hmm. How does yeah, that the, work? The DreamEye camera. What it is is it's a um, it's this. It's so light. It feels like a McDonald's toy, but it's this little camera, and you put two AAA batteries in it, and the thing runs out like almost immediately but you can basically walk around and take pictures that look like early 2000 uh uh cell phone pictures oh you pretty bad you you plug it into your dreamcast and you boot up this software which is all in japanese but there's lots of pictures so it's kind of easy to use and you can either chat with people which doesn't work because you're not because no you don't know anyone who has one you know yeah the other option is to play with it in like this uh, Photoshop workshop, which is actually made by Photoshop. And you can put like pictures of Sonic or Knuckles or like random Japanese characters. And then after you're done, you can like put it on your, uh, your geo geo cities page. Exactly. Yeah. You can upload it or, and this is the really cool thing I found out. You can save it to your VMU and you can use it in jet set radio. Nice. So, so a lot yeah, of, yeah. So like, Oh, so as soon as I mentioned, mentioned that on, uh, on Racket Boy, I mentioned that, and all of a sudden, when I went on to eBay, all of the Dreamcast cameras were selling because <laughs> everyone found out you could do uh, Jet Set Radio graffiti. Nice. So, you guys yeah, want to you guys want to close the podcast, or you guys want to you guys want to talk about something else? No, no, I'm good. I think this is good length then. Good. All right, then we'll see you guys uh, some other time. I don't know about next week, but. We'll see you guys some yeah, other days uh, coming. Yeah. All right then. Say bye to the people. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye. So we long. love you. <laughs>